0: Hello everyone, welcome to Curiosity Killed the Rat. My name is Matt, I am a science enthusiast. I am speaking from lands traditionally owned by the Noongar people and I am joined by my sibling, co-host, scientific whiz, absolute (laughs) communication (laughs) genius and...
1: I, I, I'm getting so, I'm so glad I called you out for, int- for introducing me the same way every time because now things are getting better. Um, that was... <laughs> Kate yes.
0: is your name. Tell us that about is, yourself, Kate. That
1: is currently my name. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I'm a scientist. I'm a neuroscientist and I am, I'm, I'm not going to be talking about neuroscience today, but I am going to be talking about science. Uh, Just a bit of fun. Just a bit of fun science. I am recording from lands traditionally owned by the Wawandri people and I am joined on those lands in the same house by my housemate, the one and only person who's allowed to join me at the moment because uh, isolation vibes anyway. (laughs) Love COVID, love the situation. No, so good. but How good. I have decided to rope good old Elisa in. Um, Elisa is also a scientist, a neuroscientist, um, who is not here to be teaching us about science today. Is literally just here to, you know, come along for the ride. And yeah, I'm here to learn about fun science. And it's going to be fun. It's just, it's going to be fun, fun bantering. And before we get into it, I feel like we need to give the listeners a disclaimer because I know that this is going to happen throughout the episode. You might hear us not referring to each other as Matt, Kate, and Elisa, but as Ty, Medlin, and No Mercy. Um, (laughs) Because us three nerds play D&D together more regularly than we interact like normal people. And those are our character names and... um, so I don't know if I can have a conversation with the two of you and not the of you as Ty and Medlin. Um, <laughs>
2: yeah, we're valid. bound to slip up. I, <laughs> I
0: catch up with Kate maybe, you know, twice a fortnight. Once is to record this show. The other time is to play D&D. Yeah. And Elisa I catch up with once a fortnight exclusively to play D&D. So <laughs> Elisa
1: I've... exists exclusively as Medlin in yes. your mind. Yeah. In fact, actually, when we were creating the Zoom link for this call, uh elisa was like oh i can't find ty th- i mean no matt matt <laughs> to send it to uh, look, i nearly look.
2: also called you medley just then so i'm right. we're in trouble yeah. <laughs> it's only the start of the episode
0: and we should point out as well for uh long time listeners of this show you might recognize elisa we have had them on the show before they true, were featured true, as true. a guest during our pint of science special last year during 2020 when coronavirus was just starting to get a little spicy. Now we're in full blown bloody fucking yeah, vindaloo episode territory. On synapses, get me a glass of milk, either skim or full cream. Both are as effective, I remember <laughs> things. Anyway, Kate, what are we talking about today?
1: One breath. So today, Matt, I want to talk about waste disposal. Now. Elisa's just given me a grin because they know what I'm actually talking about, and all our listeners have seen whatever we whatever the heck we decide to title this episode. Um, I'll leave that up to you, Matt. But look, okay,
0: I'm going in completely blind right now.
1: I know. So so we're a tube, right? Humans humans are just a tube, right? This is true. we have two holes. We have an eating hole and a waste disposal hole. We have a hole.
0: few more than two holes. V source did well, a video on it. That includes like, <laughs> our true. tear ducts, are holes, and for as many piercings yes, okay. you have, you have holes. We're essentially a donut.
1: Fundamentally, we a tube with two main holes, right? <laughs> and a
0: wet skeleton holding it all together.
1: Exactly. Um, so I want to talk about that waste disposal hole. I wanna talk t- I wanna talk about bums. I wanna talk about buttons. Oh, I wanna talk about episode. Anuses. Doing an episode Oh on yeah, butts. we're doing a fucking butt episode. <laughs> Hell
0: yeah. Butts. I told
1: you it was silly and I make no apologies. <laughs> Amazing. Um, <laughs> I'm very excited. Yeah, so I I get ready for some to... real
0: shit puns this episode. Yeah. Mm, mm.
1: I'm sure you've got a few up your arsenal. Ah. So... <laughs> mm. God, yes.
0: I am peeking the fuck out of my levels right now. That's <laughs> screw it, honestly. <laughs>
1: See, I I knew this topic would bring us up. We're all a bit down and drained and tired at the moment. So this is just... This is going to go one of two ways. We're either just going to not be engaged with this, which feels unlikely because, like, we're talking about butts. Mm -hmm. Um, Or we're just going to descend into complete delirium. And I look forward to that.
2: Now, when you said... This is going to go one of two ways. I thought you were going to make a number two joke. not quite. Not quite. Not
1: quite. (laughs) I'm disappointed in you. Look, there are many. Your
2: disappointment gives me life.
1: There are many (laughs) jokes to come. I'll be scraping the bottom of the barrel. (laughs) So.
0: Look, I'll just have to turn the other cheek on that one. Anyway, sorry. (laughs) Keep going. Keep going.
1: Look, if we keep just punning and not, we're not going to get to any science. And yo, there is some (laughs) whack-ass science
0: oh fuck you that
1: was not even the intentional <laughs> pun but there is some whack-ass science about so bums but like specifically i want to talk about the anus right yes in latin let's let's start there this let's let's be serious and begin with let's talk about the word anus mm. which in latin the the word it would be pronounced anus mm. um means ring or circle right um it's the same root word that gives us words like annular eclipse which is the uranus uranus
2: uranus
0: uranus Uranus. Uranus?
1: i don't know i don't know but i do know
0: uranus before and i would also just like to point out if anus means ring in latin i want to hear johnny cash's ring of fire sung in latin and oh my god
1: (laughs) anus of fire
0: Ignus uh, or, anus or something, right? Anus
1: <laughs> ignus, yeah, anus ignum. It's been a while uh, since I done, oh gosh, I've done that. I did study oh. Latin, and I I butchered that. Apologies <laughs> for my old Latin teacher, who definitely listens to this show. No, um, okay, <laughs> but no it's it's the same root word that definitely gives us annular eclipse because that's the solar eclipse where the moon obscures all but like a ring of light from the sun around and so it's like the annular eclipse as opposed to a total solar eclipse where there's nothing
0: I would have oh. thought that uh. annular would be like it happens once a year it's annual no want- it's
1: and it's from anus meaning ring
0: so I wonder does annual Meaning once per year have similar Cause, origins. Because circu- time right? is
1: circular. I don't know. I don't know because
2: we orbit once once a
1: year. That, like that, possibly, but maybe. also I don't. I didn't look into it, and I'm not here. I'm this intrigued is not by the etymology. A linguistic of show. This is a science it show. So be. let's move on. Let's move on <laughs> from the Latin. Um. So like, okay, I want to talk about humans because of course I do because humans are cool and humans are great and we're all humans and humans are interesting. Um, but I also kind of want to talk about, like, anuses across the animal kingdom. Uh, oh, hell because, yeah. We're well like, about first baboon of all, ass. I'm not actually going to talk about baboons. Oh, come um, on. Disappointing.
0: Famous asses of the animal kingdom. We don't well, no, talk about baboons. no, because I'm baboons.
1: talking about... I'm, I'm not so much talking about the... That's more about, about the cheeks, the, though. The, the, the that's gluteal true. muscle, right? Or the, or the fat padding, right? I could that talk cake. about that. We're not talking about like,
0: them cheeks. That dummy not really dummy, No, thick that's bumps. not what's interesting.
1: What's interesting to me is... Like I opened up with the, the waste disposal, the hole, mm. the the anus, if you will. The anus. Um, because first of all, fun fact, not all animals have an anus. What? Anus. I'm going to just say anus. I'm not going to. Um, yeah. But like, okay. Before we but get how there. how do they poop? Yeah. How indeed. <laughs> <laughs> Let's back it up a second. Let's uh, <laughs> not, um, not start there. So life life comes in all shapes and sizes uh no that is actually kind of where I want to go with this though so like life comes in all shapes and sizes Mm. but pretty much every animal shares some of the few same basic needs we need to eat we need to absorb nutrients and we need to dispose of the waste and we don't all do that in the same way which Mm. may shock you um plants have a little
0: thing called photosynthesis
1: well, yeah, but even then, right, photosynthetic animals, they produce waste, which is oxygen that they don't need, and then they release the oxygen. It's just nifty for us, but that's we essentially their waste. We breathe plant
2: poop. Like, essentially.
1: essentially. yeah. That
0: is, that's outstanding. That's,
1: <laughs> I know. Uh, life.
0: Life. Love it. Life finds isn't? a way.
1: It does. Um, and so, okay, I want to talk about the most basic system of, like, eat, absorb nutrients, dispose waste in the animal kingdom. Mm-hmm. Um So there's a tiny marine creature called something that I'm definitely going to butcher the pronunciation of, but here we go anyway. Trichloplax. Okay. Not important. Tiny little thing, like one millimeter in size. It's like a multicellular organism, but it lacks any internal organs or internal structures or anything. It's literally just like two layers of cells. Okay. Like no mouth, no butthole. Right. Right. And so like no digestive tract, no, no fucking anything. Like what, like, what are you going to do? You're just like Mm. floating around like a fucking coffee filter, plastic bag. (laughs) You know, do you ever feel like a plastic bag?
0: (laughs) Floating through Um, the ocean, wanting to absorb nutrients without the need of the digestive tract. I remember (laughs) that iconic line.
1: Yeah, that's my favorite line of the (laughs) song. Um, So pretty much how these guys survive right is they feed by absorbing already broken down food particles mainly like microbes with their like underside like literally like a floating coffee filter or something um many sea sponges will also use this method like absorbing just like like a literal sponge right just absorbing pre-broken down stuff directly into their cells
0: letting the world mother bird them
1: yeah yeah just like you know and that works for them that's great whatever Good for them. Kind Mm -hmm. of boring. Let's level up. Let's get ourselves a mouth. Mm -hmm. Um, pretty fucking cool. So what happens then? You could be like a jellyfish. I do like jellyfish. Or an anemone.
0: An anemone. Fuck, that was an anemone.
1: An anemone. An anemone. An
0: anemone. Is that? Did I say that right? An anemone. An anemone. 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 With
1: friends like these, who needs anemones? (laughs) um
0: Wait okay. no, okay. Wait, I'm actually getting stuck on this. Am I saying it right? Anemone, no. anemone, anem. Yes, yes, that one you got it. Anemone, an
1: m on e, an
0: m anemone, an m on you,
1: an on me, an m on you, an m
0: on us, an m on we.
1: Jellyfish. Let's talk about jellyfish. Why am I vibing anemone? We
0: anemone we
1: and the real anems. With all friends we made along the way.
0: C is the means of sea production. Am I right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> so jellyfish.
0: <laughs> jellyfish. <laughs>
1: but also anemones. Um, you've got a mouth. You've also got an anus. Super nifty. Hell they just yeah. happen to be the same hole.
0: <laughs> nice.
1: Uh, same opening. It's a mouth butt. Same, we have a mouth Seems efficient, you know? It butted. means
0: burps or farts, you know? How good. Yeah,
1: And farts or burps? Yeah. So yeah. it's like essentially what this does, This this levels you up from like being a a sea sponge that just absorbs bits right because here it, you've essentially turned your body into a sack right nice so you can like store bits of food inside so like you know you you eat something through your mouth it sits in the like in your sack you can squirt some digestive enzymes in there absorb as many nutrients as you can and then just like mm-hmm. eject back out the same hole whatever like you know amazing um yeah which is like literally taking a mouth poo. So <laughs> <laughs> literally <Right>. talking shit. <laughs> <laughs>
2: there it is. I hope they don't have taste buds. I mean, they get I don't to experience
0: know. their meals twice, I guess. Uh-huh. Oh, oh.
2: I mean, we can too. But it's probably less <laughs> desirable. Oh, yeah. yeah. Anyway,
1: look, like kind of cool. but kind of gross. Let's move on. Let's, let's fully upgrade and get us a separate anus. Right. And, mm-hmm. like, so in in the – actually, there was a paper that came out, I think it was 2015, and I didn't write down the title, but it was something along the lines of getting to the bottom <laughs> of the origin of the anus. Um, and I was like – I love that. I love that. Well voila- uploaded, You know, it'll be down in the description Bootiful. with heaps of other references. Um, but ha, But <laughs> I can't say words now without laughing at myself. We don't know – And we don't really understand how we evolved to have an anus because it's evolved so many separate like times and has disappeared separate times and is, you know, wait, hold on. Disappeared. Yeah. So like in over the course of evolution, the ancestor animal will have an anus Mm -hmm. and then the next, like the animal that evolves from that animal will not have an anus it'll just
0: and will it come back
1: disappear disappear along you know and well sometimes and in sometimes it cases it's come back like we're talking you know but the problem is shadow anus like because your your <laughs> anus isn't bone it doesn't fossilize as be. well so it's really hard to like um yeah it's really hard to track The evolution... I'm just ignoring both of you and your bullshit. Um, (laughs) It's really hard to to track the evolutionary sort of origin of this. But what we do kind of know is that getting an anus was, like, a massive upgrade in the general animal body plan, right? Because now you can eat, digest, and get rid of waste separately. So, like, most animals alive today are essentially built like a tube surrounded by... Meat and bones, right? Like most so like, animals. Like have, flesh donuts. Yeah, it's called, it's official officially called having a through gut as opposed mm-hmm. to like a sack gut. Mm-hmm. But yes, it, it's making you a donut, right? A digestive tube with both a front door and a back door. Mm-hmm. Um or if you want to get real scientific, that whole tract is called the alimentary canal. It includes all of your, you know, esophagus, intestines, all of that. Yeah. And the really cool thing that makes this like such an upgrade beyond just the whole, like having to take a mouth poo being like seeming gross to us. Beyond that, there is actually an advantage to this, which is if you, if you just have a sack, if you have just got a one way, like a one, one entrance exit sort of mm-hmm. thing, you can't actually eat more food until you finish digesting and like spewing back out your first right. meal. Right. Mm. There's no room in there. It's kind of like, like a car park, like a parking lot, like if there's, where there's, you know, there's a certain amount of spaces and you have got to wait till the cars leave. Whereas Mm. like having a through gut is like upgrading from a car park to a highway and things like you can, you can eat lunch before your breakfast has digested your body. Yeah. Um, You know, you can stack multiple meals and that essentially allows your body to extract more energy and more nutrients from more food. Like you just, you get bigger, you get more, you get, you know,
2: so, like, during lockdown, you can just continuously snack throughout the day. Yeah, and you'll find you'll get bigger if you just keep <laughs> eating. Mm-hmm. It is a fact
1: that food builds to our bodies. Um But, like, yes, evolution, like, both within your lifetime, but then also evolutionarily animals grew to get bigger because they no longer had that restriction on what they could eat. Um, and then, like, you know, further down evolution – people people animals creatures they took their through gut and they decided to accessorize right so they added different chambers to allow digestion for different stuff like we for example like your stomach is where you start breaking down solid foods into like the liquidy mass whereas like your large intestine it has a very specific role of removing liquid Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. extracting the you know Fluids, preparing the we waste. separate
0: for... the breaky down organ from the absorby organ to make them break down and absorb better than if they were just all the one organ.
1: Yes. yes. Yeah. That, that, that word, good science. Thank. 10, Thank. 10 out of 10. <laughs> um, and like also on top of that, many animals, including humans, including us, essentially inside our wonderful highly architectured uh through gut we also added like mobile homes for all sorts of little uh, microbes yeah essentially to gut chill bacteria. out like and they they help us right they can they can help by synthesizing critical vit- vitamins and micronutrients and helping you know we we love our gut microbiome sometimes um, a lot of the time. A lot of the time. A lot I'd of the be time. very it's, interested
0: it's... to do an episode in the future entirely on gut health and gut microbiomes and mm. all of the science around that. And the gut-brain heard...
1: axis. I can talk like, about that. Mm, I've, um, because... I've heard a
0: lot of uh, things about gut health and how important it is, and I would love to
1: distinct mm.
0: what is fact and what is fiction because mm. I'm sure there are a lot of really healthy things you can do for your gut microbiome that's good for you like legitimately and can cause no harm but I wonder how much of it is just yeah. pseudoscience and it's like aha ginger tea can fix coronavirus you know that can like, definitely
1: you know. definitely be a future episode I know that there's a few people at the flurry that are studying like the gut brain axis as well and like how the gut microbiome affects your brain
0: hell um, and affects your behavior and your
1: behavior yeah. and everything hell yeah wild and I want to see if I can, I might try rope someone in to be a guest. Hell yeah. um,
0: Hell yeah. Sometime
1: soon. Yeah. Well,
0: stay tuned, folks. That might be coming your way in time.
1: But (laughs) back to. Back to butts. Back to the the human. We're not, okay. Not quite at guts yet. At at guts. At butts. I want to talk about guts. Um, We're still in guts. (laughs) Cool. Not quite at butts. So (laughs) the other thing we need to know about our digestive tract that's like kind of cool is obviously the longer your digestive tract the the more time you know more more nutrients you can extract from food like we all know that you know um a longer more surface area digestive tract is ideal like some animals have achieved this by having like evolving longer bodies like snakes and whatever right some animals have like done it so that the tube from their mouth runs kind of down the length of their body and then hooks back up and then the exit hole is like right next to the entry hole ah. which is like not quite as bad as having a mouth butt but not great either yeah i would have thought it it's a kind appealing. of
0: adjacent to mouth butt but yeah. adjacent to mouth you know um
1: Humans, humans, you may have heard that we've just, like, coiled ours the fuck up. Yeah. Like, you know. How long is 12 it, like, two kilometres or some shit? Not two, two <laughs> kilometres. Twelve metres.
0: Oh, I was close.
1: Um, Twelve metres is the length of your elementary canal, but also the, the bit that's wild is the surface area because it's, like, super... um, What's the word? Bumpy? Folded. Yes. Um, But they did a recent study, so apparently, like... Originally people used to say that it was like 300 square meters or something was your, um, the surface area of your gut mucosa. Um, they did a 2014 study and found it's actually more like 30 to 40 square meters in surface area. So like a quote from the study is the total area of the human adult gut mucosa is not in the order of tennis court, rather is that of half a badminton court. I don't know what size a badminton yeah. court is compared to a
2: tennis court. On
1: a court.
0: Um, is is a badminton court distinctly bigger than a tennis court? Is I don't something know. That we ought but to know. It's I... a little bit
2: smaller.
1: <laughs> Thirty to forty square meters. That's what you're looking at. Half a badminton court, if that means anything to you. Well, um, how about
0: you know a what a, a a swimming pool can be like fifty meters long. You know, so like a bit smaller than a swimming pool or a bit bigger than a small swimming pool. I don't I'm know. I'm trying to think of what, what do I know in life that is 30 meters. You know, what, what's what's related? Well, it's 30
1: 30 square meters. Yeah,
0: so like a 30 yeah. by 30 square so, is what that means, right?
1: That's no, what no.
0: that's what a square thing isn't. That's
1: not how. 30 square thought. meters. That's 30 not how meters By 30 meters. 30 30 times 30, like 30 squared, is not yeah. 30.
0: What? No, no, but 30 square meters would be. Is that not 30 by 30, or is it? The square root. No, of 30, it would have to be by thirty
1: that. by one to be thirty square meters. Oh,
0: lol. Okay. Uh,
1: so if you, yeah, if
2: you imagine like the length of a um, or fifteen by two. As a or...
0: show showing that I've been out of school maths <laughs> for an amount of time and I haven't done. Academia and education for some time. Um,
1: still <laughs> a lot larger than a human body, and a lot fucking bigger than you would expect your mm. gut to spread out
2: to be. Yeah, that's, that's very impressive.
1: Uh, yes, but anyway, we don't want to talk about the gut. Where we want to talk
0: really, about the butt. We want to we yeah, want to get
1: yeah further down there. So one really nifty thing about the human anus <laughs> is that it allows you <laughs> to <sorry>. store <laughs> your waste until you've like until you're ready to get rid of it right until you can that hold nice, a poop. quiet place to like drop it off you can yeah so the anus isn't open all the time it's a sphincter God. it's actually two sphincters right so it's a sphincter two is a yeah so like a sphincter is is like a ring of muscle that keeps the digestive chambers separated and you know, closes right like we have a and so you've got between six. our
0: stomach and our intestines so yeah can... so
1: you've got your pyloric sphincter which is mm. between your stomach and your intestine your small intestine you've got a sphincter either end of your esophagus mm-hmm. um, and then you've got your internal anal sphincter and your external anal sphincter nice um the difference being your internal anal sphincter and when i say internal external it doesn't mean like top bottom which is what i kind of pictured They're actually like layered. So if you picture your colon as like, you know, a Frankfurt sausage already um, done. Your Frank the 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 red like skin stuff mm. that's on the outside of your Frankfurt sausage like mm-hmm. that's your internal a- anal sphincter and then you're gonna grab that sausage and hold it in your hand wrap your I hand really around that. it that is your external anal sphincter right uh, it's that kind of internal and external deal as opposed and so your to internal, yeah yeah I get you your internal is smooth muscle which means it's involuntary you cannot control that one and that stays like pretty clenched Puck most of the time like engaged it's triggered by pressure. So when it builds up, you know, there's a lot of waste, it builds up, it presses mm. off, you know, that will trigger the internal one. But mm. the external one, that is your voluntary muscle. That is skeletal muscle, which is why I'm like, it's your hand holding the Frankfurt. Cause you can like hold that. You can clench that shut.
0: What is but skeletal You can try muscle? to. You can try to like muscle controlled by bone or made out of bone? I've never heard this term. Oh no. So muscle.
1: essentially... In like physiology and anatomy and stuff, we use different terms to describe different types of muscle in the body. So skeletal muscle is like your biceps and your quads and your any sort of voluntary muscle that you can control. Yes. Skeletal muscle. Then you've got cardiac muscle, which is like muscle, the muscle fibers are slightly different shape and join together differently. And that, that type of muscle is only found in the heart. And then you've got smooth muscle, which is what the internal anal sphincter and pretty much all of your digestive tract and whatever is smooth muscle, which is also involuntary. And it's called smooth because the muscle fibers don't look so stripy, right? Like they do in like skeletal muscle. So it's just, a, it's just a way of classifying muscle tissue based right. on what the fibres look like. But most okay. of the muscle in your body that you can control that you think of when you think of muscle mm. is skeletal muscle.
0: Okay.
2: Just like your that external anal sphincter.
0: Oh, of course. When I think of muscles, I think of my external anal sphincter. So. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> I thought so. Well, my, th- my thoughts are just going to go straight there from <laughs> now on. That's going to be my go-to example. <laughs> Good. When I'm Love like, that.
0: oh, man, my muscles are hurting from a hard day of work or I'm thinking <laughs> about it. it's like, damn, what a power shit I took. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, it would be, but
1: it would be working hard from holding in the shit.
0: I'd be, okay. You actually
1: relax the muscle to let the shit out. Right, Somewhere, okay,
0: so a hard day of work for a me. A hard day
1: but, of holding it in.
0: Man, when, Man. okay, all right. So if I want to get real good at holding shits, I should get on the protein? Like, is that what I'm hearing? <laughs>
1: um, well, look, I'm not going to give you nutritional advice about how to uh, train your anal sphincter. Uh, okay. Um. I'm going to move on. Well, <laughs> like mm, from that but also look okay with last last little thing that i kind of want to talk about with the
0: mm-hmm. well
1: not quite last little thing with the human anus before we get back to the exciting animal ones um is the anus is one of the most densely nerve-packed parts of your body
0: hell yeah it is
1: so yeah we're gonna go there we're gonna let's 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 talk about sex let's talk about anal sex can i talk about anal sex on this podcast matt
0: why not i'm asking you
1: permission live on the podcast (laughs) cool we're gonna do it we're gonna go there so yes Mm. yes it can be an erogenous zone not only is it pleasurable to uh you know have stuff in your butt touch your anus Um, because of the, so first of all, it's because of the high concentration of nerves, but also specifically one nerve, the, oh, I'm going to pronounce this incorrectly, pudendal nerve. That sounds right. I
0: think pudendal. that's right.
1: Yeah. So the pudendal nerve, um, which is the, the nerve that branches to supply both the external and the, uh, sorry, not both of them, just the external anal sphincter. So the pudendal nerve extends to the external anal sphincter and helps like control that. Mm-hmm. It also branches to the dorsal nerve of the clitoris if you're someone with a clitoris or to the dorsal nerve of the penis if you're someone with a penis. Mm. So there is literally direct neural networking between the nerves supplying the anal sphincter and the nerves supplying the penis and or clitoris.
0: Well, there you go. Because i had always heard that anal sex would specifically only be pleasurable for those of the male sex due to the prostate and its proximity to all that and I had always that, heard that anal sex wouldn't be for people of the female sex because they don't have a prostate so that's so, interesting that that yeah so isn't people who have a
1: prostate people who have a prostate anal sex can indirectly stimulate your prostate and so mm. that is pleasurable that's definitely one component of it as well mm. um, but on top of that if you have a clitoris, it can also indirectly stimulate. So, not many people realise, but the clitoris isn't just like a little pimple-shaped thing. Mm. Like, it's actually a, a massive internal organ. It's a big structure. It goes right. in, and it's, it's got. It's like a it's these like a mushroom, called,
0: right? I mean, you know, the, the little head. It's got legs down, but the rest, that like most go of the down, is like you know.
1: I think of them as wings. Well, you yeah, they they're <laughs> more like wings than legs, but they're called they're called the legs. And the reason I bring it up is because yes, anal sex can also indirectly stimulate the legs of the clitoris much like huh. it can stimulate the, the prostate, prostate indirectly okay. mm. so well, there you go there are lots of very logical reasons why anal sex is pleasurable and should not be illegal in many of the places that it is it's or illegal or any of,
2: places
1: or any of it's, yeah it's <laughs> fully fuck? illegal in a lot of places that is yep. interesting um, it's all political because you know Homosexuality is associated right. with it generally, even though that's but not
0: like you can have heterosexual anal sex.
1: You can very easily, mm-hmm. well, not um, easily, but anyway, that that is that on. is why the the legal anyway yeah. anyway um that is interesting enough about like okay so like that's why it's pleasurable but like it doesn't make sense right like why did we develop it to be so highly innovated like it clearly wasn't for sexual pleasure right because we can mm. be like okay penis in vagina sex evolved to be pleasurable because it directly leads to reproduction Mm
2: -hmm. Mm.
1: why did anal sex evolve to be pleasurable well what we think is that it's actually like a completely a a coincidence the anal sphincter Mm. and anal area evolved to have a whole bunch of nerves for a completely different reason it was because essentially your anus needs to be able to tell the difference by feel between solid liquid and gas and real and like selectively release this right is true like that's not wanna... a decision you want to fuck that's, up that's important like you don't want to be like oh you yeah no, this is gas <laughs> <Right."> we're good <laughs> like you need some like killer sensing systems down there you need it mm. to be very sensitive um so you can figure out what the fuck is going on yeah in terms of like part of that waste removal system um so that's why it's evolved to be that way it just happens to be like a happy byproduct that it can also lead to fun so
0: Mm.
1: there we go product
0: that's happy (laughs) that's interesting i I would have hypothesized that it would just be a happy little accident of evolution that it happens to be next to the sexual organs so you're going to get some wires crossing with just proximity of the nerves I mean, well there's
1: definitely that as well in terms Mm. of like, you know, it indirectly stimulating the clitoris and the the Mm. nerve being the same nerve that innervates the clitoris versus the penis Mm. versus the anal sphincter so like there is an element of that but yeah, the reason the density of nerves and the concentration of nerves is, Mm. is an unrelated, we think, thing so that's real interesting Final interesting thing about the human anus: It was the first body part that you, yes, you listener, Elisa, Matt, Me. all of you, ever made. It was your very first body part. It was the
0: first thing that developed in, yeah. in, in when I was wee little fetus. It was
2: yeah. when I was That's fetus so fetus yeah so you're saying so this is the first thing that we created as humans does that mean it's the seat of creativity (laughs)
0: Yes. (laughs) deep down does that mean we're all assholes
1: (laughs) (laughs) also Also, yes yes. (laughs) so (laughs) humans belong to a class of organisms called deuterostomes which is greek for second mouth or like more realistically mouth second Mm. so like this is in opposition to protostomes which are mouth first
0: can i guess what let me explain yes go please it doesn't mean does the proto stones or whatever it was they Mm -hmm. when they develop their mouth develops first and then their anus develops second but for us our anus develops first and then our mouth develops second yeah because mouth second versus mouth first yeah
1: exactly like literally the kind of the first thing that happens in development like Mm. when you are like you're a ball right? That, that's what you are. You're like a hollow ball of cells. And then Hell at weird. one point, on the surface... Nothing much has changed. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> Matt. I'm sorry. That was really Almost funny. had a spit <laughs> take. Yes. Thank
0: you. Sorry. Consume. So back when
1: you were very young, back in the olden days, back when you were just a Blastula, 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 blast, 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 blast,
2: yes. potato, potato. But I don't ball know anyone sense. who says potato. I
0: mean, oh. not really the olden days. We're talking the nineties here, guys. We're not that. Yeah,
2: old. <laughs> back in nineteen ninety-seven,
1: Matt, when you were just a wee blastula, I just a little fucking hollow ball of cells. Again, same, but yeah. So what happened mm-hmm. is that at some point. I don't know why I'm doing the accent. I'm gonna stop. So it's all point. right. We
0: don't mind doing a little segment in a Yeah, an we accent. can do all that. All
1: right, okay. So
0: Well, the question you've is, will we ball. be able to hold it for the whole segment, or are we gonna listen back to it and cringe a little?
1: Oh, we're gonna listen back and cringe a lot. I can guarantee that. But Aye, we're right. doing it Let's anyway. Let's go we're for it. Let's try. Committing to the bit. So you have got this little fucking ball of cells, right? And at one point on the surface, these cells start to like fold in on themselves. Like, so you've got this. It, yes. Hollow ball or think like a ball of fucking plasticine or something. And you you poke a hole in it and it folds in. And at first it's like a sack. It's like a cave. It's like a fucking raspberry. But then it pushes all the way through. And then it's a donut. I do like donuts. That donut I
0: do like donuts. grows
1: up to be your through gut. I don't know what accent it's become. but it's <laughs> I don't changed. know what this is. It's a oh, beautiful God.
0: amalgam of all of the cultures and yeah
1: so pretty much yes you're a ball that ball starts to cave in on itself you're a cave that little cave that little cave hole that's your butt that's your bum hole (laughs) that cave is going to follow all the way through it's going to open up you're now a tube you're now a donut that was your mouth um so for the uh, yeah for protostomes it's the other way around like similar sort of process happens they fold in on themselves but that first hole becomes their mouth And then their second hole becomes
2: their butt. Kate, you you know, after this, we're going to have to order donuts, right?
0: Yeah, you're you're making me want donuts. I don't know if there's anywhere.
2: Have I not said butt and poop
1: enough to put you off? Yeah, but you just keep talking about donuts.
0: It's just, that's just. like
1: donuts.
2: All poop
0: is, is future donuts. Like, once were donuts. Future donuts Wait, make that sound like
2: that make donuts around. Rewind, no, rewind. No, past donuts.
1: Flip it. Poop is just past Reverse donuts. it. Flip it. Bop it. <laughs> 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 uh, okay. Look. I think I oh. broke, man.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Look. Look, all right, all right. I'm going to let Matt calm down.
0: I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> You're making me
1: break. <laughs> You're allowed to break. You're allowed to laugh and be human. You don't have to be composed.
0: I'm good. No,
1: composure always.
0: Where were we? Now we are thoroughly back on the rails.
1: Cool. Cool story what, so let's far. talk about human butts. human butts, human anuses. Great, but like, boring. Compared to what's going on in the rest of the fucking animal kingdom. Boring. We are boring. So I want to go back to talking about how some other animals do the butt thing. Sex. Praising. Um, no, I'm not going to be talking about any more anal sex. We're done with that. I did I did the obligatory, what? you know. I thought you said uh, we're getting
0: to the fun bit. What? What? What's going on?
1: <laughs> wait. Just you fucking wait, mate. All right. All right. So all right. let's start with what... I, in my research for this topic, uh, like I can't claim this type, this, this thinking, this joke, this analogy for myself. I saw it written several times, but it's the best where I'm going to be talking about what reptiles, amphibians, most birds and monotremes, like the platypus, have in common, right? They have a multi-purpose Swiss army knife of holes, (laughs) Hell they have. Yeah. That's a beautiful Hell way to yeah. describe it. Yeah, they have something called a cloaca, which like oh. does all the things. One ring to rule them all. Um, <laughs> essentially, one ring to bind. Essentially, this anus, this ring, this cloaca. Not only is it your waste removal tunnel. No, 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 no. Yeah, Okay, Let, let's just, so humans, humans, we have three holes, right? Don't know if you were aware, but down there, we all have three holes. We have the urinary, urinary, <laughs> the pee-pee hole. <laughs> we have the reproductive hole and we have the waste disposal hole.
0: Isn't it for blokes, that's kind of a two for one, but like the split happens a little bit further down the line. Because as far as externally what I can the see, line. there's only two holes there. Just, just as, as a, <laughs>
2: just as an um, observation.
0: That's that's my. Experience. I have to admit,
1: my penile anatomy is uh, not up, not brushed up to date. But um, you've got essentially three tubes, and if it joins, it joins very late. Whereas what happens mm. in a cloaca is that all three of them join, and then there's the hole. Mm. That sounds like a lot of chaos is going to happen. Mm. So we've got, yeah, your urinary tract, your digestive waste tract, and your reproductive system all linked to the one cloaca, which, like, that sounds like a
0: fun time.
1: Well, because, like, and or like a recipe some, for disaster? Some birds <laughs> will practice what's called. So, like, some, some birds have penises, other birds don't. Some of them just have the cloaca where they kind of spit sperm out the cloaca and they do what's called a cloacal kiss. Where the male and the female will like smooch their cloacas together <laughs> in order to allow for insemination to occur, but it's also it's just like smooshing their buttholes together.
0: Imagine and- kissing someone with your butt and they got
1: pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yikes! What a time. Um, okay, but okay, let's take it one step further. Let's let's talk about the Fitzroy River turtle, which is an Australian. I was gonna say Australian brand of turtle. Um, <laughs> Australian species of turtle, Australian brand of turtle, Fitzroy oh. River Turtle. Fitzroy so, River Turtle TM. Yeah. <laughs> it has a normal pair of lungs, which is all good and dandy. Do, do you mean normal as in human-like? Well, normal normal for turtles, like human-like lungs, yes. It okay. can breathe through its mouth, can breathe through its lungs, that sort of thing, okay. which is fine when you're, like, on land. Mm-hmm. The thing about these turtles is they actually kind of love to hang out at the bottom of rivers and streams. Right. There's so coming up for air is a bit inconvenient. It? It's a bit awkward. Yeah, and like some animals like like frogs does ex- that
2: make them an awkward turtle?
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, that. For anyone who can't see us doing the little awkward turtle, anyone who was around it, anyone who has no idea what we're talking about, don't even worry, but anyone who feel around like you have to have been one, in
0: remember. in fucking oh, primary school in the oh, years between 2005 eight, and 2010, nine, 10. I don't know. Like, god who turtle.
2: knows anyway oh that's a story about look okay so, <laughs> i'm just making myself feel old Sorry, continue Kate. <laughs>
1: i'm trying to tell you about this fucking turtle and I'm it's excited. really cool because okay so it's underwater right it needs to breathe can't breathe through its mouth you don't want to get water in your lungs so it's not a good time for like definitely
0: any not species, wouldn't ideally right? no, like
1: not not ideal other how do other animals breathe underwater fish gills like okay turtles don't have gills Uh, frogs. Frogs do this really cool thing where they use subcutaneous respiration, where they can use their skin to get oxygen from the surrounding water. Mm -hmm. Pretty fucking nifty. Turtle skin can't do that. Um, plus they're covered in mostly like a shell. So it's all just like, so what do they do? They do something called cloacal respiration. Okay. Breathing out of your butt. (laughs) Well, breathing out of your cloaca, which is your butt and also your reproductive hole and also your urinary
2: hole, uh, but also your breath hole.
0: How does that make them breathe good underwater just because they poop out of it as well?
2: Well, okay. It means that, well, it's not
1: attached to the lungs. So yeah. So they don't, they don't use the lungs because they're not breathing air. So they're breathing Mm. in the sense that they are acquiring oxygen, but they're not getting the oxygen from the air. They're getting it from the water. So it's
2: similar to fish.
1: It's similar to fish. So essentially, Inside, they go inside the cloaca, they've got two little sacks inside the body. So you go in through the little door that's the cloaca, two little sacks that essentially act like gills. And water, they will suck in water through their bum holes, through their cloacers, mm. in. These, like, cloacal bursae will extract the oxygen from the water and then they'll put it back out. And they'll, mm. then they'll pump it back in and out and in and out. And they'll do this for, like, up to, like, 60 times a minute. So, and like, once a second, kind of in, out, in, out. These,
0: these are the sacs that get the oxygen out of the water, right? Yeah. Are these organs similar to what fish have inside them? Did it evolve from a similar thing? Or is this an example of, like convergent evolution or their own unique way of separating oxygen from water how do turtles i'm not get sure i didn't
1: look into like the molecular physiology of how gills work versus how these work in mm. terms of extracting oxygen from water i don't know mm. how similar or dissimilar or whether like when they evolved and whether they evolved similarly mm. or dissimilarly um, all i know is that they work in the same way as much as they extract the oxygen that's in the water Right. And, in fact, enough for, like, these turtles get 70% of their oxygen from this drawing water in their bum breathing method compared to breathing air through their mouths into their lungs. Wait, like so that, got did the, you just got say got they get, land get more? Yeah, lungs land, and lungs, land lungs, lungs, which gets about 30% of their oxygen. And then, and then water
2: they've got lungs. their oh. butt lungs. Their butt lungs. I want to get lungs. me some
0: butt lungs. God their damn. Lungs. Get me that mm. oxygen hit.
2: Shit. Yep. I wonder, so, is, that, is that
0: because there's more oxygen in water than there is in air? What, well, I mean, like, oxygen H two O.
1: Like, oxygen's a... a fairly important part of. It's like a third of
0: it, right? Whereas in the um, air, what well, I, I don't know the ratio. It's like mostly nitrogen, right? And then mm. what is it like twenty percent oxygen, thirty? I don't know. Yeah, twenty one. I think bit, I'd be interested to know mm. if that's um, a factor, or whether but... it's just a more efficient, or whether organ.
1: it's yeah. I know <laughs> Maybe a bit that of both. Pa- at least part of it is that. So human lungs, the way that they work. Is a very passive thing. So essentially, they expand. Our lungs expand, creating a pressure gradient, right? That just mm. like sucks air in. Like we don't have to use a whole lot of energy mm. to suck air in. We just have to. We literally contract our diaphragm. Our... Oh, sorry, expand our diaphragm. Oh no, I was going to say expand our throat oh, yeah. cavity. Contract our diaphragm, which pulls it and expands the cavity, and air just flows on in right Mm. turtles can't do this they can't create this negative pressure gradient because their their rib cage is essentially their shell and they can't expand that right there's no room for so they have to use a lot of active energy like to actually suck the air in through their mouths so it's far Mm. less energy efficient for them just as a process in terms of getting air into their lungs versus getting water into their butt
0: right okay
1: um and that's at least a part of it Um, But whether another part is oxygen or not, I don't know. Um, But, okay, look, turtles are cool. I have so many other fucking, we need to move on, otherwise we're going to be here all day, right? It's okay, I'm having a ball. (laughs) Dragonfly. Dragonfly lava. So, bubby Bebe dragonflies. We baby. We baby. We little
0: baby dragonfly.
1: They start looking like so. You know what an adult dragonfly looks like? A, it has wings. B, it has like a real long tail. Those are probably the two most identifiable features of a dragonfly. Mm-hmm. And um, big eyes. And it breathes there's fire. Of course. And they fly and live not in the water. Um, the babies are the complete opposite. No wings, no long tail, and they live in the water. So that's fun.
0: Excellent. Um, what are they? Uh, f- fuck, eel, eels?
1: Are they, oh, yeah, see our last episode on there. Uh, I don't think they come from the Bermuda Triangle. However, they breathe not using their mouths because they're not in the air, they're in the water, but using gills in their cloacres.
0: Hey, just like they got the turtles, butt breathing too.
1: Just like the turtles, they draw water into their bums, pass it over the little gills that are in. So essentially they have this really big muscular hindgut chamber. Which is where they've got these little gill like things, right? And they can draw water into that. And
0: so what I'm breathe, hearing is if, if I had gills inside my butthole.
1: Yeah. You would okay. be able to breathe through your butt.
0: Okay, which is different from what a turtle has. A turtle is like a turtle has through your butthole and then it goes yeah. into a separate thing where there are sacks and that does the thing. Whereas these um, guys, whereas their the gills are inside ply, the dragonfly, it kind of it goes
1: into thing. this large hindgut chamber. Yeah. Mm. Um, but okay.
2: C- question: Do you think Aquaman has <gasps> butt lungs? I
0: think Do you think he has merma- lungs? Do you think
2: mermaids have butt lungs? Absolutely. Yes. Okay.
0: Maybe mer that that maybe that's it. Mermaids are like Turtles mermaids they have breathe. both. You heard it right? here first. They folks. they have the land breathing lung bit, but then they also have turtle style cloaca, cloacal respiration butt <gasps> lungs. That's more yeah. efficient for them. So that's why they. Because I feel like they the would order. also have a
1: cloaca. I feel like th- th- mermaids would have. <laughs> They're a cloaca. vibing cloaca with Merma- me. Mermaids yeah. for
0: sure have a cloaca because, like, I've never seen a mermaid dick or a mermaid <laughs> vagina. <laughs> Wait, yeah. have you ever a seen a mermaid? <laughs> a mermaid?
1: Or a mermaid a mer person?
0: I've I've said too much. We <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay, okay. So I talked about. I, I want to keep talking about dragonfly lava because. The fact that they can breathe through their butts is like the least exciting thing about their butts. Okay, okay, right? hey, Tell me more about dragonfly lovey butts. They can use their butts
2: like aquatic jetpacks. <laughs> can and do. So, <laughs> so what they do? That's my head cannons. For, uh, my head cannon for mermaids now. Yeah, yeah. I reckon <laughs> they can also
1: do this. Aquaman can definitely that's
2: how do
0: this. That's, that, that, that's fucking turbo speed. So what they do is they they take in
1: water the the way they normally would to breathe in through their cloacres, which I'm just going to keep calling a butt, in through their butt. Yeah. They then squeeze their anal sphincter. I don't think it's an anal sphincter, but they squeeze their hindgut. Like they can they can squeeze it and then like close it. But then as they relax and then squeeze the hindgut very rapidly, it
2: spish, spurts out. You nearly hit me in, you nearly in, the the hit face. in the face. I'm so sorry, but I, I had to... No, you had to my arm. I now um, understand the, you know, the.
1: Mm. So they can change the speed with which, and the like force and the power and the velocity with which they expel this water because they can just chill and breathe in and out and stay in the same spot, Mm -hmm. or they can bring it in and when they use it to get away from predators, to just like,
0: just zip the fuck away. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Amazing. Literally. Um, Take a shit and breathe out of their face.
1: Yeah. (laughs) But. It gets better, it gets guys. Better. Guys, guys. Okay. Not only can they use this little aquatic farting jetpack, mm-hmm. this whole powerful muscular hindgut water situation, um, and anal sphincter that's not an anal sphincter. What they can do? Let's just stop talking about their 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 anus for a second and and just talk about their mouths, right? Their mouths have these like super fucking weapon specialized mouth bits that can like shoot out of their mouths at super speed rapidly fast and grab like fast moving prey so think like a chameleon's tongue kind of like in terms of that rapidness of in and out little
0: pincy grabby bits. i'm just but
1: it, yeah like, it's not a tongue
2: it's like it's the like if as a tongue
0: you had a crab claw that you could shoot out that you could shoot
2: out and i'm just thinking the aliens and alien I haven't yeah. seen
0: alien. Yeah, but no, I get what you mean. <laughs> little little tongue mouth. A little, little
2: projectile yeah. Um, grabby. Yeah, they're projectile like Projectile Grabby
0: little... tongue mouth, yes.
2: <laughs> um, <laughs> projectile grabby tongue
1: mouth, I love it. <laughs> but the thing is, the thing is, they don't actually have muscles in their mouth regions, large or powerful enough, to do this shooting thing. That and seems like a it... bit of an oversight. It does until it doesn't, because what they do instead. They draw in water through their cloacas, up their butts. They draw in water, up their butts, and then they squeeze and they clench their little buttholes closed, right? They close. And then they keep them closed, but then they squeeze their hindgut, just like they were about to do, like, a a jet thing. But instead Mm. of releasing the butt valve and use it in releasing the jetpack. Yeah. They actually, they keep it sealed until so much hydraulic pressure has built up inside this hindgut that it triggers a mechanism in the mouth to shoot the mouth weapon forward using the pressure, the hydraulic pressure generated by their they hindguts and their clenched buttholes. a fucking butt
0: hydraulic mouth claw that's powered by their butt jetpack.
1: Yeah. So they don't have that's to weigh themselves superpower. down with, mouth muscles holy fucking shit yeah. i want to
0: see the x-men character based off that
1: <gasps> right and like i want to know is, how they make it appropriate for food. children yeah <laughs> but uh yeah so that that is dragonfly bebe dragonfly butts um,
0: holy shit yeah <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: I've got th- more fun Holy butts. Holy cloaca! Holy cloaca! Yeah. Holy you want to hear cloaca. about more fun butts? So I would like to hear about more fun butts, Kate. On the
1: note of like butt-related transport, right? Mm-hmm. So talking about the dragonfly lover using the jetpacks. Um, there are these beetles called rove beetles, and they do this really fucking cool thing. They they use their butt essentially to surf, but not just to surf, but to like create the waves. To surf on. Let me explain. Let me explain. So these beetles live in aquatic environments and they're actually light enough that they can like fucking Jesus style walk on water. They can stand on the surface of water. They're oh, that cool. light.
2: Do they do that with the surface tension of yeah. water? Yeah. Okay, cool. With the Kinda surface like tension of water. spiders, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, But they can't do that
1: very, they can't move very quickly like that because as soon as they start to run their little legs, it'll fuck up the, tension, the and, tension and you know so and when a predator ra- when a predator appears yeah. they need to make a quick escape how the fuck are they going to do that
0: what a butt well, jet gonna... pack jet pu- buck but what a pack jet pack Mm-mm.
1: Butt. Mm-mm. no they are going <laughs> to take a dump they're going to secrete <laughs> they're going to secrete a very specific liquid a hydrophobic liquid from their butt Which is, I'm going to remind you, their butt is behind them. This is important. I know it sounds Mm -hmm. obvious, but like picture a beetle, butt Mm -hmm. is behind them. They release Mm -hmm. this liquid from their butt behind them and drop it onto the surface of the water. Mm -hmm. This secretion breaks up the water tension, but only behind the animal. So the water tension for the animal, for the little beetle to stay on the surface of the water, you've got to think of the water tension as essentially pulling on the animal in like every direction, right? Mm -hmm. An equal amount of force in every direction and the animal stays still. But if you break the surface tension behind you, but you don't break it in front of you, then the only tension force pulling on the animal is in front. Oh. And they literally, by disrupting this tension behind them, and the only tension acting on the front, this unequal force causes the bucket. The bucket the the causes bucket? The, the the bug, the beetle. I'm getting so excited, I cannot say words, to just like rocket forward across the water like a ah. surface. Oh that's like cool. a surface. Like a that's so
0: cool. Holy
1: shit. Yeah, and speed away from danger. Isn't uh, that the most, like, fucking incredible shit you've ever heard? I would...
0: No, because we don't You. I was going to say, I wonder if we could, like, use that in our own aquatic transport to make boats go faster. But one, the environmental implications of that for such a large scale, I think would be <laughs> awful for the ocean. And two... Boats aren't held up by the surface tension of the water, they're held up by buoyancy. Yeah. So uh, that would completely it would not help. It, it would was, not work. It was a, ni- it was a nice thought. <laughs> <laughs> you just boats shooting liquid out road behind them for now. And a new way to power boats, but oh oh well. I can dream. Um I can dream.
1: Okay, we're moving on. This is rapid fire. <laughs> we're just we're just cycling through the animal kingdom here because All right, like let's go. okay, what's the next one? Sea cucumbers. So Hell yeah. their anus is also a mouse. That nice. gobbles up bits of algae. So they, is they, have, that a like, gut, so they have a through gut. But sack they use their, oh. their Yeah, they've got a through gut, but they use their butt as a second mouth.
0: So is it like a double-sided deal that they can eat from either end and pass out either end? I'm they, not, it, I don't is it, is it think like... so. I
1: think it's it's a one-way tube that can also Yeah, because they only really use their butt to gobble up bits of algae, so stuff that doesn't really need much digestion, ah. I assume. Um They can also breathe through their butts. They've got a makeshift lung. Like, they've got... a Here, they've got, like, a lattice of tubes that essentially absorb oxygen from the surrounding Mm. water um, in their bum. But also weaponized fucking buttholes. I think I might be familiar
2: with this. Might you? (laughs) Yes. What what do you know about weaponized uh, from a buttholes? (laughs) By the fact that I... So... Um, I grew up near the ocean so mm-hmm. quite often we would go down to the beach and I'd spend hours by the rock pools mm-hmm. um, and occasionally I would find a sea cucumber and mm-hmm. of, of course as the uh, curious little child that I was I'd mm-hmm. be like oh what's this what's this try and pick it up and it would spew all over me <laughs> what did it spew at you white fluid do you know what it, well, it do you know what that was no, I don't. It was
1: its intestines. Oh, my
2: God. Jeez, Yeah.
1: So, in the presence of danger, when there's predators, they launch their fucking intestines oh, out there. anus. no wonder it was slimy. And, yeah, it's <laughs> sticky. And so it's meant to entangle the predators and whatever because they can fucking just grow it back. They just grow it back.
0: Also, it's not like they spew it out and then suck it back no, in. they just eat they just it out it? there.
1: Goodbye. We don't need you anymore. And, you know, there's often, like, really noxious chemicals on there and stuff. So it's like it's a real fucking nifty defense mechanism. Good to
2: know, because that got all over my hands. Yeah, not recommended. Hey, you're still here now. You you made it. You're all Um, good.
1: Yeah, and they just fucking regenerate those bits.
0: That is whack.
1: That is whack. And you know what? It's not even the best parts. (laughs) So it's not even the weirdest. So, okay, this isn't all species of sea cucumber, but some species of sea cucumber come equipped with uh, something called anal teeth no nope. uh, <laughs> uh-uh.
0: so, you know, i feel like we i feel like we know what that is right right do yeah. we like it te- teeth in the anus ain't anus teeth just imagine a sarlacc pit that's smaller and without yes. the tentacles <laughs> but why to eat no 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 not to eat to, at- to, to
1: attack
2: to, to attach to its environment. to defend oh to defend their buttholes
1: from the fucking fish that like to live in there.
0: <laughs> he defends. He attacks. But most importantly, he bite with his butt crack.
1: Yeah. So there are these little shitty slender wriggly fish called pearlfish that have a habit of swimming inside sea cucumber's butts to hide from predators, right? Assholes. And in most cases, the sea cucumbers aren't actually harmed by this butt. But... Sometimes, when the pearlfish are hanging out in there, they do get hungry and help themselves to a little snack. That little snack happens to be the sea cucumbers' gonads. Oh. Which, like, as I mentioned, Just sea cucumbers can regenerate internal organs, so they can grow them back. But, but, like, it's a bit annoying. Like, you can't imagine that this whole thing would be super fun. Yeah. The, and that, like, that would be a cucumber. large amount of energy to, you know, regenerate yeah, your exactly. intestines and your gonads. Mm. And so, like, you, they can't. Just kind of, you might think, oh, why don't they just clench up when there are suspicious fish hanging around my derriere? Like, you know, it's not that simple because, like I said, many species of sea cucumber breathe out their butts. Mm -hmm. So when they open up to breathe, the fish can slip on in. And actually, like worse than that, just the pattern of their breathing can actually generate like this gentle water current that leads the fish right to them. Right. Um, Which brings me back to the anal teeth. (laughs) A Um, sentence
0: which should never be said ever (laughs) again.
1: (laughs) So when the fish turn up and are like, yeah, I'm going to hide in this little cave, they're like, oh, fuck, no, I am not. Um, The really interesting thing, though, is like, why, if they can hurl their intestines out their buttholes, like, why do they not just evict the pearlfish that way?
0: Mm-hmm. maybe Scientists it requires a lot of energy to grow yeah. your entire intestinal tract and if you can have a preventative method that stops them getting in in the first place that would conserve yeah more exactly energy,
2: right? so i'm much more of a threat than a pearl fish is
1: yeah well because the thing is predators like you were probably going like the chances of you slash a big ass predator that it's going to throw intestines at you might kill it, right? You Mm -hmm. might be, this might be a life or death situation. The pearlfish hanging out in there. It's not a life or death situation. It's just a, this guy might eat my gonads and I (laughs) might have to grow them back. It's kind of a pain, but whatever. Yeah. And so that's what they do. Anal teeth. Moving right along. We're done with sea cucumbers. Oh my God. Keep up folks. Um, So, okay. I mentioned like right back at the start that not all animals have anuses. At all, and I kind of talked about the the one that just sort of absorbs things in the sponge. But mm. um, I want to talk about tapeworms because they're really interesting, like parasites. Because this mm. is one of those situations where like ancestors of the tapeworms had anuses. Tapeworms evolved. They they, they don't, and in fact, they lost their entire digestive tract. Because but what
0: do they do then?
1: They How don't. Do they absorb nutrients. Yeah. So they're lazy motherfuckers. They don't digest their own food. They sit, because they're parasites, right? The tapeworms. They sit inside their host's alimentary canal and they absorb the pre-digested food around them. Well, that's mm. rude. So they'll infect the host. The host will do all the hard fucking work and the parasites will just absorb the... Damn,
0: I was hoping they would have anuses as well. And then my question was going to be, do tapeworms have smaller tapeworms that can exist in them and feed off their...
2: Yeah, the answer to that stuff. is no. <laughs> Anus Damn. inception. No.
1: Um, Another thing that doesn't have a butthole so we've got like tiny sorry if this is gross for anyone who wasn't aware but there are like microscopic mites that like live on our faces and our eyelashes buried we've done in our a pores. full
0: hour talking about butts i feel like we're past the gross point at this cool. point
1: doesn't mean All i'm right. not gonna like scratch my skin while we talk about this let me tell you about this microscopic fecal facial that you get to experience every so often oh that's a phrase yeah microscopic uh,
0: fecal I, love, facial. I love some microscopic fecal facial so these
1: little mites um they have no anus and when they die all of the poop that they've accumulated throughout their life bursts out onto your face and this has been linked to skin inflammation
2: ah, what do so i
1: my do my pimples about are bug that? poop yep uh clean your face regularly
2: okay clean your okay. face
0: ah, yeah there you go to wash off all um, the bug
2: poop now, but if okay. we're
0: talking about lots of different animals with whack anuses and sea cucumbers and stuff it would be remiss if i didn't bring up cat dog Are we talking a jewel cloaca here? Like what's, what's going on there? Now we've, I've got two scientists in front of me. What is cat dog?
1: Well, I feel like cat dog has a through gut that runs from cat's mouth to dog's mouth.
2: Mm. But but is it a two way? Is that what you're saying? Cause which otherwise Mm. it's like, which one's the mouth and which one's the anus. But in this case, are they both both the 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 mouse? mouse? (laughs) Are, Are they both the mouth? Or and maybe they're eaters.
0: like mites, right? Where it's a sac gut with two openings, and they can both eat, but they cannot poop, and it a poop accumulates well, so they, until have they die. To, and well, they 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 spill waste okay.
2: before they have another meal. Okay. Mm. You know what? It could
1: be. I've got a very interesting case for you. Oh, okay. okay. So I'm going to tell you about something called the warty comb jelly, or the comb jelly, but specific type of comb jelly called the warty comb jelly. So okay. they look like jellyfish, but aren't jellyfish. And sure. are called comb jellies, just like electric eels aren't eels. Are they also
0: catfish? That. Is this also a type of catfish? Is
1: this? <laughs> no. Uh, they're they're just, a, they look like jellyfish, they're, but, they're, but they're not. Um, okay. So for a long time, scientists thought that comb jellies had a mouth butt like jellyfish do, right? Mm-hmm. Talked about that at the start. Yeah. The sac gut mouth butt. Um, but in 2016...
0: That sounds like a really whack Dr. Zeus. rhyme. Sack gut, mouth butt. Mouth butt. <laughs> Redfish, bluefish, sack
1: gut, mouth butt. Um, so in 2016, researchers actually managed to catch these comb jellies on video pooping out of tiny little, like a paw far away from their mouth. This was just mm. random comb jellies. And they were like, okay, so they actually have a through gut. Interesting. This like Because this was like huge news at the time. But then... In 2019, it was like, oh, hang on, shit's a bit more complicated because when looking at specifically the warty comb jelly, they found that 90% of these comb jellies don't have an anus, right? Where are the pores? So it's like they're literally until, until they start to eat, then their guts fill with waste, and then a small hole opens through the body wall, spits out the poop, And seals back up again.
0: So they grow a butt as they need it?
1: Yeah. Scientists called it a transient anus. (laughs)
2: Shadow
1: Uh, butts. So essentially, like, there is no permanent connection between the gut and the rear of the body. Instead, as the waste, like, accumulates in the gut, part of the gut starts to, like, balloon out until it touches the outer layer of the body. It fuses, forms an anal opening, spews it out. Process is reversed. Anus vanishes. Kind of like so synaptic like, vesicle fusing and unfusing.
2: Cool. Exocytosis and endocytosis. I was yeah, going to say oh, something I less elegant, guys. which is butt yeah, pimples. I just for...
0: brought
1: up that because it was, <laughs> you know, if you want to learn more about synaptic vesicles, listen <laughs> oh. to Elise's previous episode on <laughs> synapses.
2: Um, yeah, I had something less elegant to say, which was, it's essentially a butt pimple. So, like, they build up <laughs> pressure and then <laughs> the butt pimple pops. mm And the waste is expelled. But then there's no, there's no like like, scar scar
1: tissue or
0: anything. Yeah, there's no, there's
1: no, like literally I have a quote from Sydney Tam from the Marine Biological Laboratory in Woods Hill, Massachusetts, uh, who made this discovery, um, saying like, it's not visible when the animal is not pooping. There's no trace under the microscope. It's invisible to me. Like under the microscope, there is no trace of this butt. The, literally because this like both the gut and the epidermis are only one cell layer thick so mm-hmm. it's actually quite easy for the cells to like merge to fuse to yep. fuse or the membranes to fuse mm. and it huh. to go out and then back in so what you're suggesting is that cat dog possibly has a transient anus that emerges when necessary but huh. they
0: are clearly not one cell thick with their membranes so Mm. i wonder if underneath their fur we'll find a whole lot of scar tissue for everywhere they've needed to poop i wonder Mm. how good they're or maybe they have really good regeneration abilities and then we should be using cat dog dna for future human medical research
1: Mm. or maybe okay i have one more animal left that also may give us some insight into Mm -hmm. what's going on for cat dog okay i want to talk about scorpions okay or some scorpions A, a group of scorpions from the genus Ananteris. <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce scientific words. Ananteris, anant.
0: Ananteris. There's a
1: group of scorpions that include um, at least 14 species of scorpions, um, I think have been found at this stage, um, that have disposable butts, sacrificial butts, if you will. Okay. So. Explain. So. What happens? They're getting chased by a predator. So sometimes what they'll do is they'll break off their tails to escape the predator. Yeah. Like this is a behavior called autotomy. And like some lizards have been known to like just drop their tails. Um,
0: no, Oh,
1: no, they can't. It's literally meant to like distract the predator, help them get an escape, you know, whatever. But they don't grow it back. The unfortunate part for a scorpion is that the anus the opening the butthole is like right up at the tip of the tail just kind of not quite at the stinger just before it so when they lose their tails (gasps) they really they They lose their their buttholes
0: i didn't know that i would i just thought it would be like a dog and then yeah no it's not what you think it is it's actually like at the end of the tail
1: and so they lose that um the wound will heal over but no butthole regenerates and they never poo again. <gasps> no. So do
0: they just fill up until they explode? Yeah.
1: So there was a study Fuck. where they, they did this in a lab to see, like, yeah, essentially they, they, they die of fatal constipation, but it Jesus. took up to eight months for this to happen because scorpions don't poop very often. Mm. So yeah. it was eight months. So and what they um observed is that, you know, spent a long on... time
2: without pooping.
1: Yeah. Well no, it's because they don't poop very often. To the and so like lifespan it builds of a up.
0: scorpion. So, how
1: what is what's the normal lifespan of a scorpion? I don't know. I don't know. But what I do know is that 8 months this the, the scientists in uh, who did this study speculated that this was enough time that like it still bought these animals time to mate. And there has been evidence that mm. you know scorpions without tails can still score mates, so props to them. Um and so while this is like obviously a very fucking costly method because it's, it's more of a death delay tactic than yeah. it is a death escape tactic but by delaying it for that long it still has an evolutionary advantage because it's all evolution cares it's about is whether you mate. can pass on your genes and if that buys you the time to get it on and pass on your genes then it's worthwhile um but what they did observe in this study is that, like, the poo would get so packed that, like, bits of the tail would kind of break off to help try release it. And then it would seal again. And Oh, jeez. Oh,
0: yeah, gross.
1: So what I'm saying is poor old cat dog may, in fact, be storing waste until the point that fatal constipation takes over. Oh. And I hope that's not true. But, like, in the animal kingdom, it happens. Some animals never poop again. No, yeah. I, 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 I want it to be the transient, but... I want to believe in transient anus. I don't
0: know. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> or, my money's the, still the on the a jewel cloaca. Mm. Two way through gut, jewel cloaca, like the sea cucumber, but it actually goes two ways and both end is a mouth butt. Mm. Or it could be two separate
1: sac guts, but I reckon mm. it's a through gut. No. I reckon it's a through gut. Whack. <laughs> so, like, that's pretty much all I wanted to talk about to you guys about, about butts, butts. Uh, which is, you know, a lot. I know it was
2: a lot. Um,
0: <laughs> a lot it was of a fantastic
2: butt. tour of Animal Kingdom anus
0: That's all wars. right. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I'm an ass man.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Good to hear it.
1: Uh Let's move on, shall we? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, enough with the, the mom jokes. But there's so much but more to talk about. But we were about, having huh? so
2: much fun.
1: Yeah, I really, I really think we got to the bottom of (laughs) the jokes. (laughs) really scraping
0: the bottom of the barrel
1: yeah yeah
0: um Um, i don't uh, have much
1: uh, left in my arsenal i'm now just reusing the same butt puns (laughs) so let's move on to our listener question so today we have a listener question emailed in from stacy which (gasps) can i read it if you would like
2: to yeah how unorthodox i know (laughs) so the question is from stacy and stacy asks why do we scratch when we feel an itch good question stacy um it
1: is actually a good question it is actually interesting because okay before we before i talk about why we scratch when we feel an itch i think i first need to kind of address like what is an itch right Mm. that seems like a logical place to sort of start this conversation i just
2: want you to know that you, you may have thought that I was scratching before when we were talking about, like, the, the skin mm-hmm. bugs. Mm-hmm. It, just talking about itching now. I'm, 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 yeah, yeah. So I was
0: literally about to say the amount of, is, like, tiny little itchy spots I'm feeling around my body right now. Yeah, I would just like, it like it to on.
1: personally thank Stacey for how itchy I was when I was researching <laughs> this and how itchy I'm going to be for the next you know, 15 minutes as I answer I the question. I feel like
0: itching is more contagious than yawning for me personally. And I
1: will address why this is logical. I will get mm. to it. This is a known don't, thing. You stopped
0: that, Ali. you stopped that right just now. And at least yawned. And
1: now <laughs> I'm <laughs> yawning.
0: How and damn. now I'm
1: itching and yawning. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, I it's just a cycle. Yeah. We I had refuse. a previous listener question on yawning. I don't remember which episode, but go back and find it if you want to know why yawning is mm. contagious. But I'll, I'll talk about itching um, because it, it does make sense. But first of all, like, okay, what, what, the, what the fuck is itching? Um, for a long time, scientists thought that itch was just, like, a really mild sort of pain caused by, like, irritated skin cells. Okay. Because, like, okay, light touch and pain and temperature and whatever, like, they have separate circuitry in terms of sensors on the skin and the pathway they take to the brain. And so we experience them as different sensations. Matt's just there <laughs> with his back scratcher. Yeah. Getting it just... <laughs> Oh God! Did, okay. Did, did you
0: need a hand with this one?
1: It, the back <laughs> scratch is a hand. No one can see this, Matt. It's an audio medium.
0: I will never, I don't stop, never have to stop. Explain it.
1: all the jokes. This is. Let me talk about itching. God damn it! So Go on. I'm itching to hear this. <laughs> <laughs> I, so, I need to have
0: some water. Sorry, my voice is a little scratchy.
1: Fuck's sake. <laughs> so while scientists. Used to think that itch was literally just, like, mild-ass pain. We now know that that's not true.
0: Sorry. (laughs) It was topical. (laughs) You said it. Would you like to know
1: the answer to the fucking question?
0: I would love to. I don't know why you keep stopping.
1: You'll get there. It's okay. We support you.
0: (laughs) We're here for you.
1: So what we now know... Is that, like, itch seems to be its completely own separate sensation, like, separate from pain. Like, it's got its own specific receptors that signal itch and only itch to the brain, right? No, that's Um, cool. Yeah, so they found one in mice called Mm. GRPR, which stands for gastrin-releasing peptide receptor for our true nerds out there who want to know, which produces a molecule, a very specific molecule, which for our true fans out there, (laughs) natriuretic polypeptide B, I definitely pronounced that wrong. The point is, these are receptors and chemicals that have not actually been found to do anything else except transmit itch signal to the brain, um, which is really cool. And that goes to the brain and we interpret it as itch. And it can be triggered by all sorts of things like allergic reactions, bug bites, seeing someone else itch, Talking about it. Are you all feeling itchy enough yet? I'm so itchy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. So what did you just do? Scratch. You scratched. Why? Why is our instinctive response to scratch at our skin when we feel this feeling? Go, please. I'd love to.
0: So for itching to develop its own basic fucking like cells and nervous system and that, it must be something pretty important evolutionarily. Mm -hmm. for us to develop this entire infrastructure just for the purpose Mm -hmm. and what scratching would do other than relieving the itch it would remove any small things that would be on your skin causing irritation be it fine particles or bugs Mm -hmm. or stuff like that so whatever the cause of the irritant is a scratch would theoretically remove that irritant from your body in addition to causing you the relief so maybe the relief feedback system was evolved to incentivize you to physically remove the shit from your body
1: yeah and like that's kind of the leading theory at the moment in terms of why have we evolved this response like the purpose mm. of the, the scratch is to dislodge any potentially dangerous thing, and that that is also like why it's contagious. Because if you see someone near you itching, oh. the, the, the ir- thing that's irritating them is probably gonna irritate you too, so right? Even though you we're should an get ahead of
0: the country right now. Well, you yes, because is evolution, itch as well, <laughs> when we
1: evolved this, Zoom wasn't a fucking thing, all right? Which, which is um, fun,
0: I think. I enjoy that, I enjoy the power of that. Psychology. In theory, yeah, is, over... is why it's
1: because, yeah, if someone near you is being attacked Mm. by like mozzies or whatever like you probably they're probably near you as well but then Mm. why is scratching soothing but is it okay so let's get to that so why does scratching the itch feel good because like it does which kind of makes no sense at first because like scratch like Mm. like what do we call it when you've got like a small like wound on your skin that's a been scratch. like it's a, it's a it's a scratch it's a fucking it's pain when a, when a cat it's scratches not a good me thing
0: or a dog scratches me it's a bad time i don't like yeah it.
1: yeah so the interesting so pain and itch aren't the same thing which we thought they were for a while but there is considerable overlap in the like nerve pathways down the line that transmit it to the brain so it's got a separate right. receptor and a separate transmitter but there's overlap And so scratching an itch is satisfying because the sharp sensation of your nails on your skin Mm. is going to stimulate certain pain receptors, not the itch receptors, different ones, just pain receptors. Mm. And that's going to send a low level pain signal to the brain, which is essentially going to like distract the brain and mask and override the itch signal. Because
0: pain talks louder than
1: itch. Yeah, which is why like if you're itchy, you can like slap it. That'll do the same thing or pinch Mm. it. Or like press down hard, like that. All that'll, That's why they that'll do. they say you should
0: slap a tattoo rather than scratching it? Rather than it scratch it, scratching it, because scratching it can dislog
1: the in the ink, dislodge
2: the mm. ink. But, but like, slapping it slapping will give it. you that
0: same pain feedback mm. for your brain to make it feel not itchy without damaging the yeah artwork. yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay.
2: right. So it's it's sort of similar to pain gating theory, where if you've like mm, if you stubbed your toe hurt yourself or like somewhere else, yeah, then you'll Pitch you'll grab you'll yourself. grab the part that you've hurt. Yeah, um, to and, and that sensation will override. Well, it mm. will do something to override some of the pain signals that are getting mm. to your brain. Or like or if or you like bump when you your kids, head or
0: something, you yeah, rub a spot on your head. Yeah, so.
1: yeah, yeah. Same sort of thing, and so it acts as an itch distraction. And that's why it feels good. But okay, so we've pretty much we've answered Stacy's question, right? Why do we mm. scratch when we feel an itch? But there's there's something else that came up in my research that I feel like we need to address and we haven't addressed yet, and that's well, neither of you have really addressed. That you know how scratching an itch can sometimes make it worse?
0: Like with mozzie bites, right?
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So n- obviously not this like itch situation where you've gotten a contagious itch and you've just like got an itch sensation that's from nothing mm. because of our brains being wacky. Um, but when you've actually, you know, been bitten by a mozzie or you've had you've got a rash or you've got something, scratching it provides a little bit of relief. Mm. But then it makes shit worse, right? Like we can all yeah. agree that, that yeah. is a thing. There is something called the itch-scratch cycle. Um, and it is, in fact, a self-perpetuating cycle of doom. Um I And I feel that. like I need to address it because it's interesting. So here's what we know. So this is all from studying mice, by the way. Um, <laughs> but we think it works in a similar way in humans. And what we've learned from studying mice is that it's serotonin's fault. You guys heard of, of serotonin? Course. I like um, serotonin. Yeah, good I'm very old fond serotonin. of serotonin. So, you know, you you may have heard uh you're best known in feature films such as depression. Um no, so <laughs> it's it's normally associated with mood, right? Yeah. You selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors are the main way we treat depression pharmacologically. Like people think of serotonin as like the happy hormone. Happy, that's not quite Correct, but mm. it's it's normally to do with mood stuff when we think about it, but it actually does like a shit ton. It is like a very versatile neurotransmitter, and it's it a does workhorse. A lot of things mm. in the body, and one of the things it does is helps mask pain. So our bodies are really cool in the sense of if you injure yourself or if you cut yourself or scratch yourself, mm-hmm. um, so that that doesn't fucking hurt. Once the pain signal reaches your brain, your brain's like, okay, shit, we need to send some, like, painkillers down there. So you've got your body's natural painkillers, which, you know, you've often got some endogenous opioids being released there. But serotonin is the one that we care about at the moment because serotonin is the one that's going to fuck with itch. Mm -hmm. So a whole bunch of, like, painkillers get shot down to the site that you've scratched business as usual, serotonin being one of them. Now what they found, remember that receptor that I mentioned, the GRPR receptor that they found in mice that is the separate uh, itch receptor. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, They found that serotonin can overactivate those itch itch specific things. Yeah. Those itch specific GRPR neurons. So since these are the neurons that you know, are making you feel itchy in the first place. By scratching and then sending serotonin and then boost, like you're just you're just making the itch worse. So is the serotonin the sent
0: when you scratch to deal with the pain or is it yeah to deal with, to the, deal pain. with the itch? Okay. No,
1: it's not to do with which is why it's like, why you would you it shouldn't... send
0: the serotonin if that's going to stimulate? Mm, the well, itch?
1: which is why the advice is generally like if you've got an itch, don't scratch it, like resist scratching it because scratching it will make it worse. Because the itch itself is not going to stimulate the serotonin. It's the scratching, mm. the pain, which like temporarily will mask the scratch sensation. But then when your body tries to like mask the pain sensation, it ends up making the itch worse.
0: So slapping it, a mozzie bite won't help with it because you're still providing it with a pain thing.
1: Which yeah, in serotonin. theory. Mm.
0: Right. It would be less damaging for the skin because I guess another bad thing about yeah. scratching is you're fucking...
1: You're damaging. Yeah, you you're, so, your you're probably doing less damage and therefore it's sending less serotonin, which is why it's perhaps less bad to do that. Mm,
0: but theoretically um, it should still make it
1: but yeah which i
0: feel like i found when i've done that um yeah okay that's interesting so if you have an itch just fucking deal with it i guess (laughs) or
1: or use like i mean this study like that i read um talked about it in a hopeful way in the sense that like now that we've actually identified that it could be serotonin and these grpr Mm. like serotonin interacting with these grpr receptors that if we could develop a you know drug or something or like even a cream or like some sort of pharmaceutical intervention that disrupted this, that stopped serotonin being able to interact with this receptor, then we might actually be able to stop itch. So for people with, like, chronic itch situations or, like, because chronic itch diseases are a genuine thing or, you know, when we talked about phantom limb pain, we also talked about phantom limb itch, like, that's Mm. a thing. And there's all these, like, horrendous, horrendous itch conditions that we could possibly be able to create treatment for if we figured out what's causing the itch. If they put some kind
0: of exfoliating agent in this cream so it scratches you while you're applying
1: it. Isn't that going to make it worse, though? Well not, if we're, well, not if we're neutralizing yeah, the serotonin. If you neutralize
0: oh, the yeah, fact yeah. that it makes it worse with the cream and then you're scratching it while you're applying it and if the cream has like a soothing agent to it as mm. well so that once you've scratched it, it's then soothed by the coolness of the cream and then it stops the serotonin interacting. That just seems like a Look, fucking... in theory
1: to me, that sounds like science coming together to solve all of the world's greatest problems. And I love that. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh. Yeah. That, that, that is all I have to say about that. Um, and if you, dear listeners, fellow listeners, fellow listeners, I mean, I'm a listener. I, li- I listen to the show sometimes. Is that bad? That's embarrassing. Um, no, it's not, you need wanna... a
0: proofread by editing. Yes. that's true. I make that's mistakes when I it. often. <laughs> no,
1: us, we're flawless. Um, <laughs> listeners out there, if you have a listener question that you would like me to tackle, you can email us curiosityrat at gmail.com. If you want to follow us on social media, you can find us at Curiosity Rat, on Instagram, on Twitter, we've got a Facebook page. We've got a Patreon. Patreon. I almost always forget. Give us money. Um, you don't have to. You <laughs> totally, totally don't have to. I I, you know, it's very important to Matt and I that we put this content out there for free. You shouldn't have to pay for butt knowledge. Like butt knowledge should be free for all. To be fair. I will pay for butt knowledge. But if you want to, I will not stop you. Yeah, we work hard on this show. It costs us time, it costs us energy, but it also does cost us money. So if you've got some and you appreciate what we do, chuck it our way. Elisa, thank you for... I think. Thank you. I don't know. You were kind of annoying with all your... You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for having me. No, it was a good time. I will And we, didn't, we We never called each other Medlin and Ty, so yeah. that whole disclaimer was for nothing. But you know what? I thought we'd better cover our bases anyway. Because, that's it. That's it. Uh,
2: <laughs> I did almost slip a couple times. <laughs> if listeners
0: wanted to hear more from you, Elisa, where can they find you? Plug your pluggables.
2: Oh, gosh. Um... You can find me on Twitter, at a science queer. Um, I think that's that's all the places you can find me for now. Yeah, I will <laughs> link that in the description
1: if you want to go follow Elisa. I don't think they tweet many butt puns,
2: but maybe we can change that. Maybe we can convince them to change that. I mean, you, you can always try. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if it'll help you scratch that itch. Ah! We need to stop talking about itching. I am so I'm so itchy. I'm so itchy right now.
1: I apologize to all our listeners, but really, you should all thank Stacy for this <laughs> experience that we've all lived through together. But don't you feel closer? Don't you feel like you bonded with you know the hundred or so people that listen to this? You've all felt that itch together. I don't know. I'm I'm lonely. We're in ISO. <laughs> We're going a bit crazy. We should probably stop this episode now. Mm-hmm. I hope you guys enjoyed it. We will catch you next time. Bye. Bye. All right, all right. We need, we should do something to, to, to laugh, to get in the zone, to get hyped, to, I don't know. Uh, Anybody
2: got some icebreakers?
0: Icebreakers? Hey, how much does a polar bear weigh?
2: <laughs> I, I don't know, but you know what? Ice. I'm going to send
0: it in as a listener question to curiosityrat <laughs> at gmail.com. <laughs>